Hallelujah. Well, this morning I just want to talk to us. This year that we're coming into this season that we are, one word, and that is walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. It's so simple. And I'm going to make you see some things. See, this is not a season. This is not the year you're going to be walking and doing all manner of things and maybe not even getting results. You are just going to be walking in the spirit. Hallelujah. And when you walk in the spirit, you come to the place where there is a kind of leading. You are coming to a place where whatever thing you are going to be engaging, God is going to prompt you to do it. And if God does that, there will be no failure. Whether it is business contract you want to sign, you are not just going to be signing. You are going to be led to signing contracts that will produce. Often and again, I've been telling you how God has been good to me in the way He talks to me. For instance, like that yesterday, the one Maxwell was talking about, God is called from Lagos. I was on my desk just going through one or two things as the Spirit was leading me. And somebody's name just struck in my mind. So I picked the phone, I dialed the number. He thought I wanted to say, Happy New Year. <laughs> Some of you didn't get that from me. Maybe because I don't know how to do it. But he said, no, no, no. Is that Pastor David? I said, oh, I want to talk to you. I've been asking for your number for the past two days. It's just that they have not given it to me. He just switched off the phone and he has to call himself. And he started talking to me about what God told him to tell me concerning the year we are into. Divine direction. I just didn't want, I didn't call because I wanted to say something. But something said, call his number. Not knowing that for the past two days, he'll be looking for my number. The person he asked to give my number to him have not been able to do that. But it's like the message was delaying. God said, you better call him, let him deliver it. Somehow, I'm at rest in my spirit. See, there can be pressure around. <laughs> But because of what God says often and again, I'm at rest in my spirit. And I know that it shall be well. Hallelujah. There was one major burden that was in my heart, which I feel I must fulfill immediately. And I was just wondering, what do I do? You know, sometimes, especially if you are in a financial situation that you need something to be done, you could be tempted to pick the phone. <laughs> but I restricted myself from not doing that. Because if I had picked the phone, the person I would have called would have been different. But it shocked me at about 8 o'clock, somebody knocked on the door of the, the mansion where I was staying. Hallelujah. And by the time I opened the door, a good parcel was delivered. The very amount I needed was delivered. It came at the right time. God is still telling me this is a very good year. And I know I'm going to fix things. If you can do that for me, he will do it for you. 
Whoever will call your line will deliver a message from heaven. Are you listening to me? Walk in the spirit. I'll give you my own example. I'm going to give you a scriptural example. Okay, now get this right. Galatians 5. Galatians 5, verse number 16. And verse number 18, but you can just jump 14, go to verse number 18. Verse 16, Galatians 5. This I say, then walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the laws of the flesh. Now I'm not just here dealing with the issue of sin. You can also have fleshly motivations to do the things that you want to do, and they are not of the spirit. You know, the Bible says, we ask, we don't have, or we don't receive, because we want to consume it for our own lust. It's the same thing as flesh. Desires can be fleshly. But the scriptures say when you walk in the spirit, you will not respond to human inclinations to do what is not of the mind of God. Are you getting this? There are many things you want to accomplish. Did you find out whether this is of the Lord? Now verse number 18. It says, but if you will let of the spirit, you are not under the law. What does that mean? You are not going to be functioning under natural circumstances. If you are led of the spirit, you are not going to be functioning under external influences. This is a season for you to get closer to understanding how the law speaks to you that you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh by implication walk under natural circumstances. We are talking about a situation where your environment will no longer dictate your life. Hallelujah. Are you listening to this? It's very important. We are a very very typical incident, if I may put it that way. But you see, I've come to see that there is never incident, there's never accident in the life of a child of God. Everything is preordained. I so believe that now, much more than before. Master gave me an assignment to make a contact because of a form that was collected. I've been thinking of who to talk to. He gave me a name, he suggested a name, but I've never had a leading to talk to this guy. I just couldn't picture why I don't have to talk to the man. But it's a person that is supposed to be very influential in that circle. But only yesterday I just got a call. <laughs> I want to pick this phone and he said, you, don't, you may not know me, but I'm chief this, I'm chief this. I want to see you. Ah, oh, so I'm in my office. Come and see me. <laughs> and the guy walked down here and then we started talking. Somewhere along the line, the spirit said, this is the man, talk to him. I said, hey, hold it. Stop whatever thing you are saying. I have this thing. He said, oh, give me the name and give me the number. We want to see the very person in charge tomorrow. Divine direction and connections. Hallelujah. Now, you see, the first person I was supposed to call, assuming I did, will look like I'm begging for help. But this guy is seeing this as an honor. To serve me. Is there a difference? Somebody is doing it as an honor to serve me. But somebody will have done it as if he's helping me. Which one will you choose? 
That is God for you. You got to walk in the spirit this year. You have to come to a place of divine relationship. Things will literally be coming your way when you least expect them. If you are led of the spirit, you are not going to be under the law. The law is external. The law is a circumstance. Let's progress because it told me you have to be a little bit faster. Okay, Jeremiah 10 verse 23. Jeremiah 10 23. Hallelujah. Are you there? Oh Lord, I know that the will of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. Mm. Did you get that? Jeremiah 10, 23. Hallelujah. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. Somebody is going to direct your steps. It is not in man. You know what? It is not because you want to. Then you will hit the right target. No. But if somebody else is there to direct your steps, you come to the place where he has ordained for you. And that is going to be for you this season. It is not in man. We may do all the scheming. We may do all the planning. But let me tell you, the finishing is in the hands of God. Now, turn to Proverbs 20 verse 24. This scripture has only guided me all the days of my life since I hit it a few years ago. It is not a man to direct his steps. No, I know God has to direct me somehow. It's not in me. No. Not because I want to be this, I want to be that, I want to be here, I want to be there. It's not in man to direct his steps. The man that walks, no, it's not in you to. Proverbs 20, 24. Hallelujah. Are you there? Look at it. Man's goings. Not going. Goings. How many? Many. Man's goings are of the Lord. How can a man then understand his own way? How can? Hallelujah. Man's goings are of the Lord. How can man understand his ways? You don't understand. See, you must come to the place where it has to be God and God alone. Hallelujah. That's how sometimes some things happen to you. You'll be wondering, oh, I shouldn't have expected this because you think you can guide your goings. But man's goings are of the Lord. The paths that you navigate in life, they are of the Lord. If only you can come to the place of total surrendering, they are of the Lord. And then it comes to a place because your goings are of the Lord, all things then will begin to work together for good. All things, not some. All things, I mean. It may look so ugly, it may look so bad, but as long as your goings are not of yourself, but of the Lord, all things will do what? Work together for good. It could even be insults. They are still working together for good. Hallelujah. I gave you an example of a story sometime of Bill Brithen. Who went, he was going on a mission to preach in a city. And then their plane kind of crash landed. Now, it was a city they never expected they want him to come and preach. He didn't send beer balls or whatever, all that. 
and then the plane crash landed and then papers took the information or the news and they put the Britain alongside the president or somebody of the country, very popular man, with the plane there. Because like them a bush and they tell it to crash. That thing alone make a lot of people want to come and see him. So God advertises meeting through a crash landing. Nobody died, nothing happened, but his meeting was properly what? Advertised, paid for by somebody else. Because he didn't go to advertise the meeting. The incident advertised the meeting. All things are working together for good. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Man's going out of the Lord. How can a man understand his ways? All we need to do is just surrender unto him and let him lead the way. A lot of things may have happened very ugly to you and to me. But all these are working together for good. Those things you can't recover. You definitely must do away with. Memories of the past will not help you in the tomorrow. Crying over what happened yesterday is not going to solve the problem you are facing now. Man's goings are of the Lord. Say, how can a man that walk at directed steps? God does that. We don't know how we are walking. God is just doing what he wants to do. Once you become a vessel, an instrument in his hand, that settles the issue. Can you picture David again? I keep on reminding you of that. That was a man crowned king, but yet he stayed in a cave and began to look for people to help him take care of his parents. Can you imagine that? A whole king that had no home and couldn't know where to place his parents. But yet he was a king. Was God dead? Was God blind? Was God no longer answering prayers? No. Watch this. Man's goings are of the Lord. It is not the man that walketh to do what? To direct his steps. Somebody is going to do that. And that is why I want you to be very attentive to everything you are going to be doing. Be very attentive to the spirit of the Lord this season that we are. There are so many things God has said. So many things God is saying. So many things God has spoken. Cars keep coming. i tell you something. <laughs> the Lord is ordering our footsteps on a daily basis. Some of you saw the back of the magazine. See all those line up of itinerary there. We never applied for anyone. We never asked anybody to give us one. Maybe you don't know how ministers work today. The right later send email. I'm a minister. I would like to come and preach in your church. Can you please send me an invitation later? They are begging us to come. Hallelujah. Meeting all demands on their own. Begging us to come. People we don't even know. We have never even seen. Man cannot understand his ways. Man's goings are of the Lord. Come to that place to know that God is in charge of your life. Then you are going to rest. Hallelujah. Now let me show you an example of what I am talking about in the book of Acts. Acts 16. I am learning more and more and more to be attentive to what the Spirit will have to say. And I want you to come to that same 
level of life and living. You must come to that place where you have to become very attentive to what the Spirit is saying. Amen? All you need to do is to prepare yourself. Let it be in form of prayer. Let it be in form of meditation. Let it be a consciousness to know that God is always by me. Acts 16, are you there? Let's begin to read from verse number 6. Now, when they had gone throughout Phrygia and the region of Galatia, this Paul now, and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia, after they were come to Mysia, they are said to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. Now, watch this thing. Look at verse number 6. Now, when they had gone through Phrygia, the region of Galatia, and were forbidden, why would the Holy Spirit forbid them? They have a good intention. What were they going to do? To preach. But the Holy Ghost said, no, don't preach here. How many of you will come to that level? They have been for, forbidden. And then we get to verse number 7 again. After they have come to Mysia, they are said to go into Bithyna, but the Spirit suffered them not. In other words, don't go there. Say, how can a man that walk in? Can you see what the scripture is saying? Can you see what Jeremiah said? Can you see what, what Solomon himself said? Man's goings are of the Lord. Is that not true? It doesn't matter whether you are doing the work of God. You must come to the place of knowing what God wants, where he wants you to be, where he doesn't want you to be. We have always had people say, if doors not open, open it. Well, you try. When you open, you will see what's on inside. <laughs> Are you listening to what I'm talking about? These guys had a good intention. They were doing, going for the work of the Lord. And the Bible said the Spirit forbade them to preach the word in Asia. He forbade them. He said, you can't preach it here. And then the Bible tells us again when they went to Bithynia. And the Bible said he suffered them not to preach again. How many of us will come into a business now and want to do business? We know because we have committed our business to the Lord. The Bible tells us whatever we come into to his hands, is well able to keep. Is that not true? We've come to a place in business, and where will you come to a place of signing a contract and the Holy Ghost will say, "Don't sign"? <laughs> when will you come to a place that you're getting a job and they say, "Come and take," and the Spirit say, "Don't take this job." Will you be able to come to that level? Walking in the spirit. Walking in the spirit is not speaking in tongues. I, I, I'm not talking to someone now. Because often when you say walking in the spirit, say speaking in tongues. And I'm not talking about speaking in tongues. I'm talking about being attentive to what the spirit is saying so that you will not fulfill the loss of the flesh or walk under law, under natural circumstances. There's a man who wants to preach good intention to go and preach the word of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's move on to verse number 8. And they're passing by Mysia and came down to trails. And a vision opened to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. And after he has spent, I mean, seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia as soon as shortly gathering that the Lord had called us to preach. The gospel unto them. Verse number 11. Therefore, losing from prayers, we came with a straight course of Samotracia and the next day to what? Neapolis. 
Can you get that? He forbade them and he called them. Are you still there with me? He stopped them from preaching a particular region. Because there is a region he has prepared for them to go to. How to walk in the spirit. Align the spirit of the Lord to lead you this year that you are entering into. Decisions that you must take. Let there be such a dimension of the influence of the Holy Spirit guiding you. May your ears be open to hear. May your eyes be open to see. When God is talking, know that this is God talking. You must know that this is God talking. They want to preach. God said, don't preach them. And the next thing, there's a vision. Come over to what? To Macedonia. Walk in the spirit. It's not just because you want to do it. No. Not because the thing is so exciting. No. Not because there's so much involved in that contract. No. Be attentive. Wake up knowing. Let your dreams be sharp. The season that we are coming into. Let your vision be direct and sharp in the realm of spirit. Know when God is talking. Know when God is not talking. Understand. There is something I wrote recently. <laughs> and the night the Lord told me you didn't complete it. I said, but I did say you didn't. And he showed me what I didn't put into what I wrote. Walking in the spirit. Are you following what I'm talking about? Don't let your life be like a dummy. You don't see visions. You don't even dream. Hey, what's wrong with you, man? What is your baptism for? As your partner, spirit of all flesh, they shall dream you that division. They shall prophesy. What is the Holy Ghost in your life for? Hallelujah. All class of persons are mentioned as to what the Holy Spirit to do. Dream, dream, see visions, prophesy. Amen. You go to bed, you don't even dream at all. Some of you need to come close and lay hands on you. huh? Wake up your spirit mind so that you can dream. I mean good dreams. I'm not talking to someone. Godly dreams. The type that can put Joseph on the run for life. Good dreams. Knowing what God has in future for you. Yes, I said I have dreamt again yet another dream. Oh, Father said, oh, you mean me, your mother, and your brothers will bow down to you? I don't know, but I have dreamt yet another dream. It's as simple as that. <laughs> Somebody say, we don't have spoken. If I have not spoken, we wouldn't have been sold. Yeah, yeah. You don't blame these people because man's goings are of the Lord. If God didn't want him to talk, he would shut his mouth. Am I talking now? What did he do to Zacharias? He shut his mouth in the holy place. If he never wanted Joseph to talk, he would have shut his mouth. Don't blame him. Man's going is out of the Lord. He spoke so that he can be sold. If he never said about his dream, nobody would have sold him. Come on, I'm not talking to someone here. How will he have gone to Egypt if he had never told them that I dreamt a dream? You blame him. When this guy was chatting, his God was preparing him to go to Egypt. If he has kept quiet, just had a dream and then... Nobody will be envious of him. Nobody will be jealous. Nobody's going to sold. Are you getting what I'm talking about? And then they sold him again to the Ishmaelite. Hey, who are the Ishmaelite? From Ishmael. And somebody blaming Ishmael. Without Ishmael, Joseph will not be in Egypt. It's a good vehicle to take him there. 
He said, must go inside of the Lord. His ways are past finding out. He is going to use your enemy to get you to your destination. Hallelujah. <laughs> Come on, please. Look at this guy. They want to preach. God said, don't preach here. And the next thing said, come over here. And then they went there. It means there are places God has ordained for you. That you must be part-time this year that we're entering into. Are you listening to me? Whether it's going to be job, there is a place God has ordained you must get your job. Are you still there with me? You young folks. Those who are ready. I'm not talking about just wanting. Ready for marriage. You're going to see one. Huh? I'm not saying just wanting to. But you are ready. Hallelujah. Because there have to be a readiness for this business. Are you there? God is going to make you see some things. You will come to me and say, Pastor, God showed me this. What do you think about it? <laughs> we shall know. If this is of the Lord or not, we shall know. Am I talking to someone here? Walking by the Spirit. Let's turn to the book of Isaiah. Isaiah 20, 24, verse 23. There's something. I want your eyes to be open. I want your spiritual mind to be alive. I want your dreams to come alive. Are you slumbering unnecessarily? God needs to be speaking to you, guiding you, leading you, directing you. <laughs> when you make decisions, you know that this one is of the Lord? Absolutely. Isaiah 24, are you there? Verse 23. Then the moon shall be confounded, and the sun ashamed, when the Lord of all shall reign in Mount Zion, and in Jerusalem, and before his ancient gloriously. What is this? The moon shall be confounded. <laughs> the sun shall be ashamed when the Lord shall reign. In other words, the, the light and understanding of the natural shall not have a place as compared to what God begin to illuminate your mind when you come to Mount Zion. Are you listening to me? The glory of the natural. Now that takes us again down to the most holy place. We are talking about a place and a people where natural influence, just like he said, walk in the spirit, you know, fulfill the laws of the flesh. And if you are led by the spirit, you will not walk under the law. Under natural circumstance. The Bible tells us here that the moon and the sun shall be confounded, shall be ashamed when the Lord begins to reign. Because, Revelation 21, the Bible says, the lamb is the light in the temple thereof. God wants the people that will move from natural way of doing things to spiritual way of doing things. When God begins to reign in Mount Zion, when He begins to live His ways and His life through you, the natural ways of doing things will become a shame. But that means they will fade into oblivion. Because you are moved from the outer court down to the holy place and you are moving to the most holy place. 
This is not play for moon business. This is not play for some business. All of them are fading because there is a light. <laughs> and that's why the Bible says the, the part of the righteous is like what? A shiny light that shines brighter and brighter unto a perfect day. These are men in Zion. When the Lord begins to reign in Zion and in Jerusalem before his ancient gloriously. Hallelujah. Are you getting this? The sun and the moon will come to the place of darkness. That's why I look. Don't, 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 don't listen to those guys. <laughs> Saying they when they wash her hand, the sun and the moon shall be darkened. Stars shall fall from heaven. They don't know that one, one little star up there is bigger than the earth. Geographically, they are blind. <laughs> are you getting what I'm talking about? One little star up there is bigger than the earth. Say the star shall fall. Fall into where? Geographers. Am I correct, sir? Hallelujah. Even if the sun to shift from where before it gets to the earth, the earth will have melted. Do you know the kind of rays the sun is emitting? Stars shall fall. Huh. And you believe in that? <laughs> and you run around thinking about stars that will fall one day, the moon shall be darkened. Sure, the moon shall be darkened because you will no longer walk in natural ordinances. Religion can no longer control you. The sun and the moon were like the parents of Joseph. Remember that? The sun shall be darkened, the moon shall be darkened. What does that mean? Oh, come on. Natural orders, natural genealogy can no longer rule the sons of God. You can't connect these things. Sun and the moon, and you're looking at that one up there. What has that got to do with scripture? Absolutely nothing. These are symbolic languages, metaphoric languages that you need to comprehend and walk in the light of what you begin to see. We are a people to be ruled and controlled by that which is within. How did they know? The Holy Spirit forbade them. How? Talk to me. From within. Did they hear any voice? But they came to a place they knew that we can't preach here. The Holy Spirit will not allow us to preach in this place. They went to another one. The Holy Spirit forbade them not. Say, you can't preach here. How was he talking to them? They got a witness within their spirit. Am I talking to somebody? Your spirit must be alive. Young ones, are you, are you hearing what I'm talking about? You must be sensitive. Listen, you can be in the midst of people and be praying. And I don't mean becoming, I don't know how to put it. Becoming useless in the midst of people. Do you know I can sit with you and still be talking to my father? It doesn't change me. Wherever I am, I talk. Wherever I am, I commune with God. I talk to my father. I could be doing, I could be ironing, I could be praying. He said, you don't understand. Walking in the spirit is not hiding and locking yourself somewhere. You don't, go, you don't even laugh. Some of you don't even laugh because you want to be spiritual. No! Let me tell you, no, but laughter is good. Yes! It's healing. Do you know that? Smile is a beautiful thing that you need to distribute to people. Create an atmosphere of joy for others to see. Laughter is good. I mean, if you want to be in a hole where nobody laughs at all. You enjoy it? Somebody's laughing right there. Okay, it's fine. Hallelujah. Am I talking to someone? You, you are in a home, everybody's face is as... Serious. Like a stone. 
No matter what happens, if you like play comedy, nothing comes out. Will you like to be in such an atmosphere? How many of you know that because of the kind of joy that can be in an environment, you can literally forget that you have not eaten? Am I talking to someone? You can't just be so happy and then your stomach is responding to the atmosphere. No food, but yet you are not hungry. That's why new lovers, they can go on for a long time without food. Talking to the mature ones now. Hallelujah. Are you there with me? Come on. Am I talking to someone now? So what am I trying to say? The natural order must go. We must come to the place where the spirit begins to take our steps wherever we go. And so when we come to a place where it didn't work, let's not get into irritation and say the devil. No devil. No. Come on now. No devil. I don't have time for that kind of business. Can you picture the story that Israel gave to us in the camp? How many of you are in the camp there? When he says, we go saw somebody sleeping there. And then there was this demonic attack that came in, blew the wind, carried the bed out, and he chased them. And he said, you come back and return the bed. That is the way it should be, man, for children of God. Don't spend all your energy banging one devil. All the days of your life is not going. You must know that that is not the devil. It must be yourself. Hallelujah. Sun and the moon must give way for the light of God to begin to function. Now I just turn to Isaiah 60. Let me begin to quit now. Isaiah 60. Am I not short enough here? Is the message not short enough? Come on, talk to me. Encourage me. Is it not short enough? Can I hear an hallelujah to that? Good. Very short message. <laughs> it's the lay foundations. <laughs> okay, Isaiah 60. Are you there? No, the word of God is sweet, you know. Sweet like honey. But it can be bitter in your stomach. You know what that means? You can get so much revelation and then you get into persecution. That is when it becomes bitter. Say, God, why did you give it to me? That is the bitter aspect of the word. Sweet as honey in your mouth, but bitter in your stomach. Okay, Isaiah 60. You know, verse 1 says, Arise, shine, for the light is come. Isn't it? When the light comes, that means God is now reigning in Zion. The light is come. You have to first believe that. Then come down to verse number 15. We're just going to read that. This is a prophecy for you this morning. Where art thou have been forsaken and hated, so that no man went through thee, I will make thee an eternal excellency. A joy of many generations. And let us sing him. Thou shalt also suck the meek of the Gentiles. And shalt suck the breast of kings. And thou shalt know that I the Lord am thy Savior and thy Redeemer. The mighty one of Jacob. For brass I will bring gold. For iron I will bring silver. And for wood brass. And for stones iron. I will also take thy officers. Make thy officers peace. And thy exactors righteousness. Violence shall no more be heard in thy lands. Wasting 
No destruction within thy borders. But thou shalt call thy war salvation. And thy gates praise. The sun shall be no more than light by day. Neither for brightness shall the moon give light. Unto thee. But the Lord shall be unto thee. And everlasting light. And thy glory God. Thy glory. Hallelujah. The Lord shall be what? Thy everlasting light. And thy God, thy word, thy glory. Verse 20. The sun shall no more go down. Neither shall the moon withdraw itself. For the Lord shall be thy everlasting light. And the days of the morning shall be ended. Thy people also shall be all righteous. They shall inherit the land forever. The branch of my planting. The works of my hands. That I God may be glorified. A little one shall become a thousand. And a small one a strong nation. I the Lord will hasten it. It is his time. It is his time. I the Lord will hasten it. It is this time that the little one shall become a nation. The weak one shall become a strong one. I, the Lord, will hasten it. The sun shall not give the light anymore. God himself shall be the everlasting light. I, the Lord, shall hasten it. Your world shall be called salvation. I, the Lord, shall hasten it. God shall be your glory. I, the Lord, shall hasten it. And he said it is time. He said it is his own time. He said it is his own time. I, the Lord, we hear what I'm talking about. A little one shall become a thousand. Watch what is going to happen to this assembly. A little one shall become a thousand. What is going to happen to this assembly? The small one shall become a strong nation. God will not be small, we are becoming a strong nation. This is a prophecy for you this season. God has come to tell you. He is becoming your light. He is becoming your salvation. He is becoming your walls. Your body shall be strong. There is a change that is coming. God is in the midst of you. Come and begin to shout a big praise to you. Help me praise the living God. Help me praise the living God. Help me praise the living God. The change has come. 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 Give me praise. Give me praise. Give me praise. The change has come. And we're going to become a strong nation. We are moving into perfection. We are moving into glory. We are moving to place of power. The change has come. God is becoming our light. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Talk to the Lord. Give me praise. Give me praise. Give me praise. Give me praise. The Lord will hasten it. He said it is on time. And this is the time of the Lord. This is his time. This is his time. 